Welcome to the Feed Your Soul Gospel Reflections Podcast, presented by Dynamic Catholic. Over the next several minutes, you will receive inspiration and encouragement. We hope will meet you where you are and lead you to where God is calling you to be. For more great content like this, or to experience this program in video format, go to dynamiccatholic.com. Who sits on the throne of your heart? One of the greatest homilies I've ever heard began with this question. And the basic premise of his message was the idea that we all give our lives in service to something or someone. And the blessing and challenge of free will is that you and I, we get to determine who or what sits on the throne of our hearts. Everyone has a throne in their heart, he said. And everyone places someone on that throne. The only question is, who or what's going to sit there? The great St. Joan of Arc said something very similar at the end of her life. She said, Every man gives his life for what he believes. Every woman gives her life for what she believes. Some people believe in little or nothing, and yet they give their lives to that little or nothing. One life is all we have, and we live it as we believe in living it. And then it's gone. So I'll ask you again. Who or what sits on the throne of your heart? During the homily, to help me honestly identify who was actually on the throne of my heart at the time, the priest led a short meditation to help us consider some of the options. And what he said went something like this. Do you measure your life by what you achieve? By the status of your job, the letters next to your name, the money you've made, the works you've published? And is none of it ever good enough? If so, then success might be on the throne of your heart. Is there an appetite or a desire that you cannot say no to? Is there something you enjoy in the moment but tends to cause havoc in the long run? Are you not free as it's related to this thing? If so, then pleasure might be on the throne of your heart. Are feelings your trump card to everything? Do you follow what you feel as the only truth that exists? Do you insist that other people appease whatever you want just because of what you feel? Then feelings might be on the throne of your heart. Are you incomplete if you can't control what happens in your life and in the lives of those you love? Does fear of the future play a big role in your life? If so, then power might be on the throne of your heart. Do you use people as a means to an end? Are your thoughts so full of yourself you don't have time to fill your mind or your life with anything else? Do you demand total credit for anything that succeeds and refuse responsibility for anything that goes wrong? Do you feel an insatiable need to defend yourself and justify your actions and control the opinions other people have of you? If so, then ego might be sitting on the throne of your heart. Are you willing to do anything to be noticed, liked, recognized by other people? Will you sell your soul if it leads to you being admired and known throughout the world, then approval and celebrity might be sitting on the throne of your heart. As the meditation was nearing its end, the priest asked a simple question. What would it take for Jesus to be the one sitting on the throne of your heart? What would it take for your entire life, your talents, your enthusiasm, your thoughts, your whole heart, your everything 
to be placed in the service of Christ the King. I remember thinking at the time, and even a little bit now, that the answer to his question was a revolution. It would take a revolution for Jesus to be the one sitting on the throne of my heart. And you know, even in the Gospels, though Jesus is called a king as a way to be mocked, it doesn't change who he is. He is Jesus. He is the king. He is Christ the king. And those who answer the call to serve him and him alone bring peace and wisdom and staggering generosity to the world around them in life and in death. Well, they dine with him, their king, in eternal paradise. When Jesus talked about this in his time on earth, he said something I think is really terrifying, actually. And Jesus said a lot of terrifying and staggering things in his time on earth, but for me, it might be the most terrifying thing he says. He says, the kingdom of God is within you. When Jesus says this, I don't think he chooses his words casually. I don't think Jesus chooses a single word casually. I think he used the words he used very intentionally and very specifically. I think he used kingdom because he knows that there isn't a single kingdom on the earth that doesn't face some sort of enemy who's trying to overthrow it. And part of what he's saying that's so terrifying is that when he first says it, he kind of calls it out as if it's just an observation. Like, hey, humanity, there's this battle taking place within you over who or what will direct your life. Sure, God is meant to sit on the throne of your heart, but there's going to be a big fight to dethrone me as king. Just thought you should know. And Peter, Peter understood this, and he wrote about it in a way that I think captures our situation and its terrifying nature quite well. Peter writes, Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Or in context of our conversation now, he's saying, Your adversary, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion seeking to dethrone the king from your heart. The thing is, growing up in school, you never learn that things like success and pleasure, feelings and power and ego and approval, that if you let those things ascend to the throne of your heart, they'll devour you. They'll eat you whole and they'll bring untold amounts of hell to you and everyone around you on earth and afterward. But God, on the other hand, while he may not look as appealing at first as some of these other things, God is the only one who, if you give him your life, will elevate it to heights you could hardly have ever imagined. So what will you decide? What will I decide? Who is going to sit on the throne of our hearts? I know what I want my answer to be. I mean, it can be just so hard, you know, in the day-to-day -day swirl of life to keep what's most important on the forefront of my mind, to keep an awareness of, oh, hey, if I do this thing or don't do this thing, who's going to be on the throne of my heart? So to keep this on the forefront of my mind, I have on my phone a reminder that goes off each day at 3 p.m., and it pops up with a question. And the question is, 
Who do you live for? And I try to say out loud or in the quiet of my heart, depending on the situation I'm in, I live for the king. I say that because I want to remember that there's a throne in my heart and that on that throne is going to sit something or someone. And I want Jesus on that throne. I want Jesus to be king of my heart. May our lives forever resist what is evil and shout in thunderous celebration with all the angels and saints. Long live Christ the King. Thank you for listening. We hope this episode nourished your soul. For more great content like this, or to experience this program in video format, go to dynamiccatholic.com.